it up. Plug 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 it up. It's really interesting the carry remix of Death by Glamour from Undertale, and then I have to close it out. Hey. Hi. Hi. Hi there. The the headphones are kind of bad, so that you might not sound as great. Um. Hey. What's up with you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing definitely a solid 7 out of 10. That's good. That's yeah. pretty good. It could definitely be better, but it could also be a lot worse. Do you know what I mean? Seven's good scale. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. 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 Um, welcome to the show. Thanks. This is And Then We Watch. Yeah. On WMUC Digital College Park. Yeah. It's the only show about movies on the radio. Yeah. On digital radio. Yeah. When the digital radio that you're listening to is WMUC Digital, that's mm-hmm. the it's the only one about movies. Yes, that's it. Yeah, uh, you you'd think that it'd be more complicated. What's your name? But it isn't more complicated. Than Who that. are you? I'm, I'm, I'm my I'm putting I'm slamming my face through my car windshield just in gross. Oh yeah. yeah yeah. My name is Jem Miller, but you can call me. Okay. I hope that picked up. <laughs> it did it did. But you can call me Donkey Kong. Okay. I, I can call you Donkey Kong. Okay. Donkey Kong. Okay. Okay, Donkey Kong. Okay. What's up with you? What are you, what are you? How are you feeling? Should I rate my day on a scale of one to ten? Sure, go ahead. It started as a seven, but now it's about a six. Ooh, okay. It was five earlier, but now it's re- risen to a six. Okay, okay. I like okay. to talk on the radio. Okay. Oh, I should do it again. again. Yeah, go. Don't be shy. Do it again. Don't be shy. You're so demanding of me. Did you? I know ask that? a lot of you, but it's because I, I demand excellence on everything I do. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are unaware. Yeah. What we do, oh my god, it's it's our friend, it's friends, hello. Okay, what we do on, sorry, we saw friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what we do on And Then We Watched is we make each other watch movies yes. to watch on the on Sometimes we, we watch. Bo- we watch sometimes two we movies, watch the same sometimes movies. each of us watch yeah. one movie. Yeah, but it's always two movies. It's always two it's movies. Never three, it's never it's three. It's never just one. Because you can never have just one. And, and ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you know what it is right now? It's, it's about, it's October 14th. It, it's October, it's October it's spooky season. I'm trying to like gesture to the audience. There's no audience There's now. No They've audience. left. Um, it's October. It's as the kids say, spooky season. Yes. Um, which is a moniker that I don't like, but nevertheless, I'm calling it that today. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that in mind, we decided to do. Jem had a really good idea of doing a remake and an original, and we kept it horror themed, and we did mm-hmm. two of three carries. Two of three. Nobody cares about the the. Nobody cares carry. about it, but I've got it. I've got to say, I've got to. I've got to. I've got to point it out. There is Patricia Clarkson in the second character. Yes, I know. I can't. That Isn't like that so I almost think that we should watch it just for that. Yes. Because I think she'd do a really, really good job in that role. She, I don't know. I doubt it because I'm like it's still Carrie and the movie would still be bad. Yes. <laughs> like the movie would still suck. Mm-hmm. But like Patricia Clarkson is as Margaret White. Mm-hmm. Kind of a serve. Kind of. Kind a serve. of a serve. Kind of a serve. Um, serve. But yeah, so we decided we settled on Frances settled on Carrie. I think also would be good. Frances Connery would Both kill it, and it's making me judge. Wait, I also another thing I have to I have to tell you. Did you know we'll get we'll get here eventually. When actually no, let's I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll save it. We'll save it. Hey Jem, what's your relationship with Carrie? How do you know Carrie? No, Carrie. I'm, when I'm like, I, was I like a child. put my arm. Imagine that I just put my arm around a woman named Carrie at a Christmas okay. party. It's like, how do you know Carrie? How do you know Carrie? So how do you know Carrie? I'm at, I'm at Carrie's wedding. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Her uncle's asking me how I know her. So how do you know Carrie? Oh, I was at this prom of hers. I was the sole survivor. 
Um, so, <laughs> so, um, Carrie. Carrie is a movie that I'm sure I heard about from Watch Mojo. Watch Mojo is where I got all of my knowledge about movies. I got, because that's all I watched in middle school. We're counting down our wins of the top 10 times Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably how I heard, but that was a good video. That was a good one. Yeah. So, I'm sure I heard about Carrie from Watch Mojo, how I've heard about pretty much most movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say that's one thing I'll give Watch Mojo is all those horrible lists of like top ten scariest scares in scary movies. <laughs> top ten times I was scared in a movie about scary. Yeah. <laughs> top ten times I was pretty scared. Top ten times I had a little bit of a spook. Uh, number ten, the time I peed my pants. Yeah. I don't know why that's what I went to. I. Hey, that's a... okay. Hey, hey. Pee's a hot topic around here. Pee's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even last long committing to that for even a moment. Yeah, no. Um, it's to carry, but it came on both the 2013 version came on cable all the time. And when yeah. I was a kid, it's actually not cable. It was actually all the premium channels. Okay, I'd go through the HBOs and the Showtimes and stuff because my dad bought them. And so I'd go through them and they would always play 2013 carry. And then after a while, they started playing 76 carry. So I've seen both carries quite a bit. Right. Um, usually not just a few chunks often. Right. The only the only rev- like reference or like relationship I have with Carrie. Do you want to ASMR it a little bit? You can. I won't. Ooh. Oh God. That's a passion tango iced tea that I made at home. Passion tango iced tea. It's Tazo brand. Tazo brand passion tango. It's the type you get at Target. I put some lemonade in there. There's about five ice cubes <laughs> in varying in shape and size. Okay, all right. That's enough of that. I had fun. The only time me back up. No, I won't. Okay. I won't. The only time, the only relationship I have to Carrie, like generally, is that there's like a myth in my family, or like otherwise, like a big story about how like it's the scariest movie my dad had ever seen when he was a kid. It like kept him up at night, like the ending, and like mm. Carrie, Carrie Hand come out the, the ground. How like horrifying, right? Oh. And I, I, and so like that, that kind of stuck with me for a while. It's one of those things where it's like it's worse than in your imagination than it actually is when you watch it. Mm-hmm. And as for Carrie, cont- Carrie, Carrie, quite contemporary. Um, the only reference I have to that is that the posters for it kind of spooked me out as a kid. Oh. They kind of frightened me. Yeah. Girl in blood. Because now I do know her name and it's Carrie. Yeah. It's Carrie. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we started, we watched these together mm-hmm. last week, this week, this Wednesday. early. Or Wednesday. Today's Friday. What's time? Yeah. Um, the sands of time. Sands. Much like the sands of time, such are the days of our lives. I don't know. Um, <laughs> we started with 76 Carrie. Mm-hmm. So, I've never seen it before, mm-hmm. but it's one of those movies where it's like a, its reputation kind of precedes it as like at least being a horror classic, but like, you know, Stephen King, yeah. Brian De Palma, mm-hmm. uh, and Sissy Spacek. It's all like everyone's everyone's at a 10 here. Everybody's right? Everybody has been hyped up. Yeah. We've got really hyped. We definitely got a thing of like thoroughly hyped up movies on the show thus far, Those right? Thoroughly well, we've got The Witch. Movie. We've got oh. The Worst Person in the World is kind of hyped up, although it's also just kind of Just buzzy. by you. Well, no, 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 by everybody. Well, Particularly by you. By me, but by everybody. Don't get it twisted. By everyone. I have never... Oh, yeah. Okay. By everyone. Whatever you want. You're missing out. Whatever you, you want. Because you, you don't run in the same spaces. Whatever it's definitely a hyped want. up. You just don't know yeah. things. Yeah. Um, 
what else have we watched? <laughs> what else? Have not we that much before? has been that hyped yeah, not up. That Nothing's much as up. hyped up as Carrie. Nothing's as hyped up as Carrie. Although, I, I, again, like the witch is definitely like on this weird level. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's the camera. It's a movie. It's a movie where it's, its reputation shut. Keep going. It's representation. Ignore me. No, I'm I not won't. talking to you. Do you want to talk? No. Hmm. It's the movie. I just w- don't think you're right. Okay, go on. <laughs> I won't go on. I can't go on like this, and I won't do it. Okay, go not on. in these conditions. It's go one of those on. movies where shh. Get in on the ASMR. You spilled a little bit. You did. <laughs> I, oh, no. You, did you spill a lot? I, I hope it doesn't stain my wonderful shirt. <laughs> Hang on, guys. We're really, we're really serving up the hottest, sexiest radio you've it's just probably fine. this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> I hope it doesn't stain my shirt. Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> it's just one of those movies that I know about without ever having seen any. Stop making that face at me right now. <laughs> Stop pouting. Get your sad, wet eyes and your quivering lower lip away from my visage. I n- I'm not talking to you. Finish your thing. <laughs> what else? Do you- Go on. It's one of those movies. Yeah, I know everything about Carrie. I know everything that could possibly happen within Carrie. I know the lines. I know the beats. I know the beat. I know the performances. There's every. There's not one thing that could surprise me about having watched Carrie. Or so I thought. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we watched Carrie. First of all, a beautiful, breezy 90-something minutes. Yes. One of the loveliest, briskest watches I have ever watched in a movie that is also old, right? Mm-hmm. I have a hard time thinking of things I disliked about this movie. Kind of because I don't think there was anything I really disliked about it. Mm-hmm. At the end, opening part, I didn't love the way that Brian De Palma framed naked bodies of teenagers. Not mm-hmm. a fan of that. Um just didn't like it very much having seen another Brian De Palma movie where I don't think he likes women very much and that's okay I think um, he's a I've bit of a misogynist I've never seen a single other Brian De Palma movie mm-hmm. so just watching it alone yeah. seeing like a movie where they're like ah look at her blissfully showering and then period and mm. then crying and sobbing and then plug it up yeah it's it's a good contrast so I don't it's not bothered I by definitely, it yeah. I definitely think that it's not like yeah I wouldn't say that it's something where the movie is like actively made worse for it mm-hmm. but it is one of those things where it's actively made more uncomfortable for it you know what I mean like I was mm-hmm. just kind of like eh, I, don't like this. I, don't I think it serves a purpose but sure. again, I don't know Brian sure yeah yeah um and then so I don't really know where to start with this one with Carrie other than that I really really liked it it is so iconic. It's, it's just kind so... of like I've never seen Misery all the way through. Again, right. It's one that I never revisited after catching out on cable occasionally. Nothing yeah. against Misery or Kathy. I but love. He Kathy. didn't get out of the cockadoody car. No. He doesn't really get out of. Where that. it's just got the same. It's also Stephen King, but yeah. it's got the same where it's like so silly, so goofy, taken out of context. Yeah. Because within context, there's so many moments that are very much not funny. Mm. But then when you take them out of context, it's like, ha ha, ha ha, how funny, how funny, how What are you doing? Shh, keep talking. Keep talking. I don't want to. Keep talking. So, uh, yeah, sad. there's so many moments like, say it, say, say that, that's, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember the line. And then the Lord made the devil and the devil gave sin. Say it, say it. Say it. <laughs> Mom, 
The first, oh, the first sin was intercourse. The first sin was intercourse. The first sin was intercourse. Say it. Yeah. Like, that's, again, in the moment, it's so, like, she's such a horrible woman. Like, it's very scary. Yeah, no. But when you take all these moments outside of its context, oh, it's so funny. No, yeah, it's hilarious. It's a hilarious movie to just have. It's a hilarious movie to just have, like, lines from yes. like in your repertoire a lot we which, can't which, say because they've cursed right. words which is but... now, it's now why I understand that like Trixie and Katya would always re- like always reference it on mm-hmm. uh because like you can just say the lines and yeah. they're funny um, anyway what I was trying to do was um, he didn't get out Cinemason of the cock car cinnamon ding yeah he okay. didn't get out of the cock okay. car that was a loud cinema. Story. It was loud, I, and it's too loud on the board. But like that's, I think that if if misery were to be made today, that's what misery would do. Is like a person, she'd be like, um, cinema he cinema didn't day. get out of the car. Taken. Um, that one's going to your knees. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Every plot inconsistency is going to go to your kneecaps, idiot. Because uh, logically, he should have been able to get out. He shouldn't mm-hmm. have been able to get out of that car. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely yeah, it's it's deeply quotable for a mm-hmm. movie that I don't know if it should be quotable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like when you think of quotable, it's like Mean Girls. Yeah. Clueless. Mm-hmm. Not Carrie. Yeah. And yet here, I think basically Clue. Clue yeah. Mm-hmm. And yet basically all week, I think we've been like saying like plug it up, plug, plug it up, plug it up. up. Like we're I just all gonna laugh at you. I mean that delivery of they're all gonna laugh they're at you all gonna is laugh so you. good. What, okay, so what makes, question number one, what what makes this movie so good? Let's answer that question. Yes. Cool. Yes. All right. Um, I mean, as much as I don't trust him, nobody's doing it like De Palma's doing it. At least in this movie. At least not here, yeah. I ain't seen there's something. There's something done. very scrappy. Mm-hmm. About, what do you think? I think we both talked about Like, there's something There's something very scrappy about care. You, you've seen Scarface. I have not seen Scarface. I think you said you've seen Scarface. No. I see. I'm sorry. Um, there's something very scrappy about, like, I want to say, like, the 70s blockbuster in general, right? Or, like, not, not blockbuster, but, like, the 70s horror moment, I think, is one of those things where it's, like, these deeply iconic films, like, feel very small and very underproduced and very amateur. Not, am- in a, not in a bad way, just kind of, like, in a, this was not, very not Blumhouse, right? Yes. Like, everything feels very organic, here. Oh, he did Dressed to Kill. Which one's Brian that? Brian De Palma. Which one's that? Isn't that the one where uh, oh, person dressed like woman killed people? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, like I like I said, Brian De Palma, not a great guy. Yeah. He's not a great guy. You're telling me a movie director isn't good? You're telling me a male movie director's kind of a bad dude? You're no lying. Way. You're lying to me. I would never, I would never say, I would never assume such a thing about yeah. a man in movies. Um, yeah, there's something about it that, like, I know it's obviously 50 years old, but it's, like, d- a deeply refreshing yes. horror film, mm-hmm. especially coming off of, like, this moment where, like, horror movies are kind of at their glossiest and at their most, like, churning, churn-out-iest and, like... When did Tex- Texas Chainsaw Massacre come out, Which, though? oh, I think before that. 72. Because that's... Is that also Sissy? Nope. No. Who is that? Who is 74. that? 74. Toby Sen- Hooper 74. directed that. Toby, yeah. Good old Tobe. Tobe, good old Tobe. Who is Marilyn who is... Burns? Marilyn Burns. Marilyn yes. Burns. Well, it's a new era of horror is starting. Yes. Because anything, you know, because it's kind of like 50s and I don't know, I'm assuming 60s as well. You still have that old, like, 
It's a spooky monster yeah, guy. It's like, it's Most like the, of yeah. this movie the 50, will be lame dialogue. The, the 50s and 60s, we started with like this like kitsch era, right? Yeah. Where it's like the monster from the monster town. Yeah. And <laughs> It's just people of color. That's all it's about. <laughs> And then this, and then we get the swing, and yeah, then we get all the, of the, uh, the, the. Sorry, we get the sexy seventies because mm-hmm. the sixties were swinging, right? It was the swinging sixties. Yeah. We get the fifties and sixties are all metaphor for, metaphors for, for, for the red scare, red or, scare minorities or minorities or what have you. Then in seventies, they're like, we're just gonna start killing people. We're just, yeah, what it, yeah, because then we we, get, we start to get to grind grindhouse mm-hmm. and like exploitation, like the yes. the golden age of exploitation stuff, and so like that's when yeah, this kind of like gross stuff kind of hits the mainstream and also i feel like we begin to kind of push the limits of like what can we do mm-hmm. or like not push the we begin to investigate mm-hmm. what can we do yeah right um in a way that it feels like contemporarily we've kind of come out on the other side of what we can do and the answer seems to be anything Anything, Anything we, want, we want and now except we just kind of, get an oscar except make good an oscar or make a movie that's good of horror movies? I, I feel I feel very... For someone who doesn't watch a lot of horror, I do feel very deeply burnt out about, like, the Blumhouse-ification oh, of Oh, of course. Like, we'll I talk feel, about that. We will in a sec, <laughs> yeah. But I, but I think, I guess, in watching... Because I'm not... Again, I'm not particularly well-versed in horror, especially, like, classic horror mm-hmm. like this. I find that, like, watching Carrie for the first time was, like, deeply, deeply refreshing. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, this weird antidote to, like... I mean, I watched Pearl, and I really liked Pearl, and, like, Pearl is also, like, similarly very refreshing in that, like, it's not Blumhouse-ified. We're yeah. not Blumhousing it up. But it's still kind of, like, all these movies seem very boring right now. Yeah. We seem to be in a very, like, golden age of movies that are boring, mm-hmm. bore, bore horror, boring horror movies. Yes. And I don't really understand why that is. I don't know. I don't know what the appeal of those movies is I don't know. right now, right? I don't know. Like, Everyone watches them. Yeah, a lot of like what we're the on our phone stuff. We're on like our fiftieth Annabelle movie. Like Megan is like part of Anna, <laughs> yeah. Annabelle. Like why? Mm-hmm. Who's watching these movies? Mm-hmm. They're making the Nun two. Did you know that? I didn't know there was a Nun one. There's a the Nun because it's part of the Conjuring franchise. Because oh. the Conjuring is a franchise. It's like what? I don't know anything about the Conjuring. Why is everything a fran? Why is everything a franchise? I don't want to have that discussion because it can get annoying very quickly. Yeah, but there's like, nothing really to say. Not about really, it anyway. but it's like, but I think that it's the the manifestation of it in horror like right now mm-hmm. is very bizarre I to mean, me. It's always it's not new. I mean, no, it's not. But I but tell that to the Nightmare on Elm Street and right, right, right. Friday the Thirteenth in particular. It feels very different now because the horror movie, like the franchisification of like horror, like classic horror of so, like the seventies and eighties, like felt very pulpy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like Dream Warriors is a stupid movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb. I mean, people were ha- there's more fun happening. Yes, right. Whereas like we're we're like getting into like franchise like the franchising of horror again, but it's now it's all so clean. Yeah. Like it's so clean and so like, different, perfect. Trends. Yeah, it fits in like these little boxes that are very pretty and very mm-hmm. well done in a way that's like. So circling back to Carrie, but, like so, watching Carrie be like this weird kind of edgy, prickly movie that's like not quite perfect, but like very very much tonally right yeah and it's like i can't really there's nothing really that i can ask of it that it doesn't already give me yeah like i don't know i just think it's it's just a a perfect little movie well i think first and foremost what what makes it more interesting is it's not a movie about horror right yeah it's just like not even made like it's kind of weird calling it a horror movie (laughs) i agree because i mean it shifts but you're not scared at any point. Right. It's almost like a supernatural 
thriller. It's more, more feels than just mo- like a, a portrait. Hmm. That's just kind of how I see this movie. Is hmm. you look at Carrie. You what see, genre what? is Carrie? Portrait. Portrait. Painting. 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 Slice of life. It's a slice of life. It's a romantic comedy. It's a rom com. But you see, it's just because what's interesting about Carrie is it's just like obviously it's exaggerated. Um, to uh, obvious with the obvious part being like, yeah, people don't have telekinesis that can kill people, obviously. But also, about. like, I don't know how much people were bullies like that in the seventies. I have no idea. Right. But I don't know how often teachers hit kids like that in the seventies. Like, I, I'm, don't, I don't have know. any frame of reference for that. Um, but there are things we like. Oh, this happens in real life all the time. Like kids being raised by parents like that happens. Right. All the time. Like, right. I don't know if they would kill their kids if they found thought that they had telekinesis. I don't know. Or but thought like, that they had the devil in them, in right? Them or whatever. Like, Who knows if they would kill their kid? I don't know. But to a certain extent, all of these things could happen. Right. And that's what makes this movie interesting. It's just like when you put them all together, it's really drama, you know, dramatic. Mm-hmm. But with all of these believable aspects yeah, together, it makes it really interesting. It's taking movie. the natural progression of like being the worst possible teenager or being the teenager in the worst possible social situation or being the teenager with the worst possible um, parental upbringing and just seeing how far you can push it. Like how much, how, what does it look like when you bring it to a 10? Yeah, that's a good description. I was listening to the pod, uh, Celebrity Memoir Book Club and them talking about Constance Wu's book and how um, this concept of, of kids trying on cruelty. And I think it's really interesting to like kind of think of Carrie as this like, examination of of that concept or like what happens when teenagers decide to experiment with being mean Mm. like because there's really you'd think as the audience like obviously we we watch carrie and you pity carrie a lot because she just can't win yeah and she (laughs) She just doesn't she didn't do anything she doesn't win nothing goes right for carrie Mm -hmm. at any point in this silly little movie which makes me sad yeah but like in real world and I think you said this when we were watching. It's like, in the real world, if Carrie, Carrie would be cool. Carrie would be kind of a cool girl and people, or not cool, like Maybe people, would try, people would try to be friends with Carrie, right? Yeah. Like Carrie would be kind of like the local weirdo and everyone would be like, oh, it's Carrie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's harmless Carrie, yeah. right? Again, I don't know what things were like in the 70s. Maybe in the 70s, everyone no was mean for no yeah. reason. Well, Maybe, people are a different type of mean now. Maybe, Maybe tomorrow, this being Friday, um, one of my relatives will listen to this episode and they'll be like, like yeah, yeah, in the 70s, everyone was mean. I don't know. <laughs> it's, possible. it's possible. I like. I don't know, right? I have no idea. But I, I think you were onto something with like, these people, the, you you can see why these kids are mean pretty clearly. Yes, right. They just want something to do. Yeah, no, they they decide to be mean to Carrie. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, there's nothing really motivating it other than that, like, Carrie is there and she's weird and she's, like, an outsider. And easy. Yeah, and she's easy, right? Because she's not going to fight back. Like, she's just, like, an outsider. Um, But, no, I do also think that, like, it's interesting to then turn that up to a 10 because, like, no one is Carrie's friend. Mm -hmm. No one likes Carrie. And even though, like, you're constantly asking yourself, like, what did Carrie do? Mm -hmm. Carrie didn't do anything. Carrie seems nice. Carrie's just awkward. Like, what did Carrie do? It's one of those things where it's, like, it doesn't really give you the space to question the logic, right? Because the logic is Carrie, everyone hates Carrie. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no room for anything else. And there's no need for there to be anything else. Well, they give you just enough room with Sue and with a gym teacher that, um... You see, like, this glimmer of hope right. for her. Yeah, the niceties are there, yeah. right? But no, like, there's not 
I'm not left scratching my head being like, well, why was everyone so mean to Carrie? It's just kind of like, well, everyone's just mean to Carrie. Yeah, when you're a teenager and your mom is like an absolutely like at a 10 evangelical right. Christian. And she's going door she's to door. Going door to yeah. door to all the kids' parents. Um, it it paints things very clear. Yeah, it, it becomes very easy to take out that resentment that your family might have or might not have, um, but you might find embarrassing on the girl who is that who is the daughter of that person who did not do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I felt sad watching Carrie. Mm-hmm. As much as I enjoyed it, I felt very sad oh, yeah. watching it. I just want I just want Carrie to win. Yeah, can't the movie just fade to black like but when at she least wins prom it makes queen? That moment where she snaps. So no, yeah, cathartic. So, so 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 cathartic and like in a way like so viscerally satisfying mm-hmm. to the viewer because yeah. it's like she wins, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, she wins something. She wins a prize before she, before she goes home and has to. It has to die. die. Yeah. Um. So can I talk a little bit about like filmmaking? Absolutely. Because yeah. obviously, like plot wise, it's so solid. Yeah. This is, in my opinion, Stephen King's best script. It's his first thing. Is it? He did the screenplay. Uh, or just a story. Yeah, okay. Um, it's just, it's one of the first things he did, I okay. think. Okay, okay. It was published when he was like 24 or something, mm. so he was like quite young. I don't think he did. He did not do the screenplay, yeah, no. Did, Which, Cat, no, because Cat mentioned it. Because we watched this with, we watched the second one with Cat, mm-hmm. but Cat said that there are a lot of departures from the book, which in my head are actively for the better. I don't know what departures there were. Um, people were meaner. Mm. Um, something, I think some things are more subtle, mm. like, um... Uh, Carrie's, I think Carrie's sense of betrayal is stated more outright in the book. Yeah. And her relationship with her mom is different, perhaps colder at the end mm. in a way that he I don't... He likes this movie, though, I think. He does, he does. Mm. But in a way that I, I don't think serves the narrative very well. Uh, I haven't read it, so I don't know. I haven't read it, so I don't know. But like that's my, my comment is that um, one of the more interesting things is that C- Carrie is at, at her core innocent. Yeah. And um, so to have her be at odds with her mom in a more explicit way, I find would would not be as effective as if Carrie, on the night of her prom going wrong, comes home to her mother and says, you were right. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. That is where the interest in, intrigue in this narrative lies to yes. me. Yes. Right? Filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Filmmaking. So pretty much most of this movie is, narrative-wise, up until up until her break, the narrative is really clear. Um, obviously, there's really good shots. But it's all relatively straightforward um, cinematography. Mm, cinnamon topography. Cinnamon topography. It's all pretty straightforward with obviously some very cool shots, especially for its time. Um, I'm trying to remember one in particular, but I think just her with what's the, his face. Yeah, the, when she's at when she's at prom and the like, the camera is kind of like revolving around them on a track. Yeah. I thought that was like incredible. Really cool. Yeah. There, there's many cool shots, but lighting. Things like that sound very little sound mm. in this movie. There's some wacky sounds like mm. songs. That's what I meant to say. The score. The, the score, s- is, the score really is weird, very, yeah. but almost all quiet. Everything is super space natural before yeah. it becomes supernatural. So um, hey, hey. when you get to the moment where the teens, they put the pig's blood on her. Mm. She's got the pig's blood they, on her. They gift her some pig's blood. They, she got she she's using she they could put yeah so <laughs> it everything becomes nuts the lighting becomes crazy and like 
rainbow and right. monochromatic red, and then they do split screens, and then there's all of these sounds, and it's cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting from person to person to her to people getting burned to this to yeah. this. So you don't even, you feel the chaos, and you feel it, how fast it is. Right, it's, very, it's a very visceral experience. And... We'll get to the new one soon. Well, we um, gotta talk about it. But wow, it's so. It's just a perfect, it's perfect. scene. It's a perfect sequence. Like, mm-hmm. I can't. I don't know. Like, no, I can't name one thing about it that is wrong or that I would do differently. Like, it just. It's so striking. You, it's you. You are just transplanted, like right there, and you watch it, and it's horrifying, and it moves, and it's just like, oh, mm-hmm. oh god, like it's just so good. Yeah. I don't know. She, I, I've got. I've not got much else to say. And the rest of the movie, going back to that kind of straight up, straightforward cinematography. You see how much of a spur of the moment, pure primal, visceral feeling she had. Um, just her going home, washing off that blood, and then you know her mom just fully ready to kill her. <laughs> right? Yeah. And why? Yeah. Why can't anyone just take a shower? If I were covered in pig's blood, they I'd didn't take invent a shower. showers until uh, 1990. Never sorry. mind. I'm sorry yeah. that was ignorant of me. Yeah. So, was, well, okay. So, so that Carrie has no excuse. Yeah. Who has an excuse? We yes. know who has no excuses at the, all. The, yeah, new Carrie. Trolley. 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 Great. Yeah. Did you know mm. that? This the remake of Carrie has been floated around for a little while. Apparently, prior to its release and production, mm. they wanted Lindsay Lohan to be Carrie. They wanted Lindsay Lohan to be Carrie. That would have been even worse. Stephen King, I think, according to the Wikipedia article on the remake, Stephen King was quoted on as saying, "Um, I can't imagine why you would want to remake the movie. It's already yeah. really good. But yeah. it'd be fun to cast." Is that what he said? I th- yeah, yeah. He said casting it would it, be fun to casting cast. It, it, casting it should be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Would be pretty interesting. And I think he also said Lindsay Lohan. I think a lot of people said Lindsay Lohan. Interesting. Like people's go-to. She's not, she's not weird enough. She has a look about her apparently where everyone's like, well, she's like. And I like, this see. is not me dissing Lindsay Lohan. That's just miscast. That's not, it's not, it's not Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. You it would... doesn't make any sense at all. Really. Yeah. Um, King remarked, the real question is why, when the original was so good. He also suggested Lindsay Lohan uh, for the main role and stated that, that uh, it would certainly be fun to cast. Mm-hmm. Actress Cece Spacek, who played Carrie in the uh, 1976 ad- adaptation, expressed the opinion of... Um, uh, wait, what is it? I can't read. Um, expressed the uh, opinion on the choice of Lohan for the character Carrie White, stating that she was like, oh God, she's really beautiful. And so I was very flattered, flattered that they were casting someone who, um, to look like me instead of the real Carrie described in the book. Hmm. It's gonna be real interesting, as Sissy said, because Southern. Um, Love Sissy. Yeah, I think she's awesome. I saw someone make a fan poster that had Jodie Foster uh, cast as the mom, no. which is weird. I don't no. know if that was just like an early no. thing that never came to fruition or what. I, I yeah, I don't. I. I, I also can't I, see anybody but Sissy in this role. No, Carrie no, Jodie Foster is. is yeah, Jodie Foster's the mom. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just saying in general. No, yeah, I. Mean, I fun, can't see anybody like everybody else yeah. can be moved around. Fundamentally, yeah. There's no one who this, could. There's no one who can be Carrie. Because Sissy Spacek, it feels like she just knows what teenagers are like. Right. She's so quiet. Everything about her is quiet and to herself. And part of of the problem, I would say, is that to make a contemporary adaptation of Carrie is just, like, maybe from the jump a bad idea. Yes. Because I think that, like, the nature of the teenager... Yes. Has changed so thoroughly. And they do a like, 
Let's just jump into the 2013. I mean, yeah, so let's yeah. Let's close up 76. Yeah. Um. So yes, but very perfect in all its beats. Leaves it feels very small. So it feels weird giving it five stars when it's such like a small kind of petite. And yet it just like and yet it just like there's just nothing wrong with it. And it's so there's it's just like to me the perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. It's right. Great. It's so impactful. With so little and everything, yeah, no, so there's just uh, yeah. It's 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 one of those movies where you don't expect to be again another one where I didn't necessarily expect for it to be as good, like be that girl, but it's mm-hmm. that girl. It's that girl. She's that girl. Yeah, it, it makes filmmaking look so easy. Just oh. everything about it. it oh just makes God, it look easy. yeah, yeah. Um, it's so good. So then when you see 2013 Carrie you and you realize. see that it does. So somehow, so 2013, Carrie has lots of the same dialogue. Pretty much all the beat beats are beat, exactly yeah. the same. Almost nothing is different. Um. And yet the things that it changes makes it significantly worse. Yeah. You know how hard it is to make a good movie. Where do you want to start with, like, what went wrong? I'll start, actually, I'll start somewhere. The beginning of the movie. Opening shot. You're right. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Start at the very beginning. Julianne Moore. Hashtag I didn't know I was pregnant. Julianne Moore. live on TLC. Is doing too much and not enough with this movie. I don't even say too much. She's not doing anything. Where do they get wet, fresh newborns from to be in a movie? Yeah. So the opening shot of this movie is Julianne Moore giving birth to Carrie, which is so corny for the love of God. Why? And And the baby in question, it might be the devil. We don't know. Which is stupid. I don't care. I hate. It's the worst thing to me about this movie is that they decide to make the subtext that there's something evil about Carrie's behavior text. That's bad to me, right? Because it's ambiguous as to why Carrie is that way, right? Like Mm -hmm. maybe she's satanic. We don't know. It doesn't really matter. I don't want. I, mean, I don't want it to matter. be, but maybe maybe she is, yeah. right? That's the, the implication is that it's a possibility, right? Yeah. But it's not important, right? Mm-hmm. And so for the 2013 movie to be like, yeah, she's devil. She's mm-hmm. devil. Yeah, it's devil. more explicitly like it's she's- so lame. Like so why? Bad. Why is that your, why? Why did you make that choice? Let's then go to Chloe Grace Moretz's performance. So Carrie is both a weird newborn deer girl who also knows that um, everything that is happening to her is wrong and can articulate it, right? Like, she's never she's never been a person before, but also when she gets home to her mama... She's aggressively like, normal. Yeah, like, she's like, Mama, you can't treat me like this. It's not normal. It's not in the Bible, Mom! That's not, that's in, the not Bible. in the Bible, Mom. Atheist, atheist Reddit taught me that that's... R slash atheist <laughs> taught me that that's not in the Bible, it's Mom. It's like, you... So obviously I know <laughs> that people grow up in evangelical households and sometimes you grow up and you buy a lot of the stuff and sometimes right. you don't. But no matter what, you're not just like come out the womb, you're born into an evangelical household and you go, actually, um, actually, um, actually mom, something immediately like the no, first thing you do. Nothing, there is complexity there. There is no world in, wherein uh, you are questioning a mom like Julianne Moore, right? Yeah. Like that's just not happening. Like, I'm sorry. There's like, no, like, there has to be some. Not to her face. Like, there has to be some complexity, please. Yes. Because, like, once again, like, I know that there are people who grow up in, like, evangelical and Christian households right. who are like, but there's a, there's a point 
where first of all they they, they see how things change mm-hmm. and they you know they have moments where they're like oh this is not this is not real right or there are things that they do believe or they have a hard time scrubbing certain things right. from their you know mentality and the biggest they, the biggest thing being that exists. the biggest thing being that like when your when your parent is volatile in that way is mm-hmm. abusive in yeah. that way it's something where it's like survival wise you keep it to yourself yeah <laughs> you kind of have to keep it to yourself yeah. and so for Carrie to kind of Again, be this weird creature girl who doesn't know how to behave in public, but she gets home and she's like, Mom, that's not right, and I know she's you know that. She's somehow normal like, when she gets home and right. nuts everywhere Right, else. like, that's ridiculous. Chloe Grace, so first of all, the script, how they wrote her, bad. Chloe Grace, this is just, I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. and I, I know some people like her in this role. This is genuinely some of the worst acting. It's I've, really bad. This is probably the worst acting I've ever seen in a movie that isn't like a B movie. Fascinating, okay. It is so horrible. I, I, what? I just like, don't why know. Why are you acting like I, that? I really don't so know. So why are you, like, it feels like, literally, like, I'm a weirdo. I'm weird. I don't fit it's in. It's one of those I'm things. I'm crazy. I, I walk all jolty and weird. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm watching it. It's like, should I be offended by this? Like, do, yeah. what do you think that people who are, like, outcast in this way are yeah. like what do you Chloe. Think? Like, like, I don't know. It's horrible. It's like, really not how good. Did you, it's so not a person. And like everybody else to a certain extent, like a lot of the other characters, Sue is a person. Even yeah. Ansel Elgort is playing a person. Yes. Even though weird, he's not a person in real life. Well, yeah. Kind of crazy. Right. So when you see like Oh, J- Judy, what's her fate? What's her last Judy Greer. Judy Greer is playing an aggressively normal person in this so movie. Deeply. Perhaps too normal. Right. Um, she was probably miscast for how normal also she is. Also deeply movie. miscast. Yeah, yeah. A deep yeah, why? I when don't know. you see like a hallway of normal teens walking around and then just like a, a crawling creature yeah, on and the then, ground yeah, shaking Carrie's, and like, crying. Carrie's like doing a back bend, like spitting up blood. Yeah. Right. It's like, horrible to and every, watch. And, every, and that and then everyone points and laughs like, ha, crazy Carrie. It's and like, then you Kate, know what? Crazy I would Carrie. Too. Yeah, crazy Carrie rotates her head 180 degrees, like a 360 degrees. Yeah. And everyone's like, that freak Carrie. And then it's so bad. It's weird. Because the, the whole point is this is supposed to be like, she's supposed to be a, a person. Right. Like, she's supposed to be like. She's supposed to be almost normal. And it's so weird that when she gets home, she's like, mother, so I've actually been looking into the, uh, the evolution and I want to tell you. Like, she's like, it's like that when she gets home. And then when she's at school, she's hello, like. Hello, Mario. Oh, <laughs> hello, Mario. And then when she gets to school, she's like. <laughs> That's like good. that's what she does, right? She's bark. She's barking she at people. She bites someone's she arm. She bites. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bizarre. I wonder. It's can god I, I, awful. I have to ask an, an insensitive question. Okay. So the 2010s were perhaps the beginning of the current era of school shootings. Uh-huh. No. I was that what she was going for? Like, I have no idea. Like what? Truly, I don't understand. Like. What the intentionality behind any of Chloe Grace's choices it's were? It's awful. I mean, like it feels like she's. This would be bad for a high school play. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, "Whoa, turn it down." I remember um, someone describing uh, Selma Blair in *Cruel Intentions*, the movie, which I love, and one day I'll make you watch. Um, mm-hmm. I want as, to see it. Quote: "Downright affected." Mm-hmm. Just in that, like, what's happening to her? Like, there's d- the difference between being socially maladjusted and just like. 
like, like, what's happening there? Like, what's going on? Foaming at the yeah, mouth. Yeah, frothing at the mouth. And so Carrie, yeah, Carrie's like this weird alien creature mm-hmm. that doesn't know what anything is. And it's really... Yeah, I feel like I should be offended because there's so many people who are growing up, and that's what makes Carrie such a good character. Right. Is the amount of people who have lives very similar to Carrie in one facet or and another are, uh, is a yeah. lot. Yes. So you're and just I saying find... that like most, like a huge portion of people, either like religious or like attacked in high school or just like outcast, could be for for whatever reason. And I find you're it... crazy. You're bonkers. You're not like other people. You should just go like go, I don't go... know. Go chew cud. Yeah. Go, go chew, chew cud. cud. Yeah. Yeah. Like Carrie does. Yeah. Um, and I find it's also offensive just in that, like, it's so obvious. Yeah. Like, it's such an obvious performance. Like, there's no subtlety. There's no it's, nuance. It's there's nothing. There's no depth to Carrie here. Like, they just kind of, like, there's nothing. It's so one-dimensional. Chloe's, yeah. Like, I mean, I... Two-dimensional, one-dimensional. There's only one dimension And I here. don't really think Chloe Grace Moretz is a good... No. In anything I've seen her in, especially uh, after working with Max Landis, really. where it's like, yeah, off like, to the dungeon for you. Yeah, I'm going to put you in a cave and leave you there, yeah, Chloe. You're going to Sorry the dungeon, about Chloe it. She's such a weird looking. Like, I love to I love to just rag on people for no reason. She's, She's a nostril also just... act- actress. She's acting via the nostrils. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. <laughs> you're certainly right. Yeah, no, she's acting via the nostril. Also, she did work with um, not just. I, I don't want to give any. I don't want to blame people for stuff, but she also did do that movie with um Louis C.K. and it's kind of like Ew. oh was Ew. that post I, yeah things yeah. She, well she's eating up them you know she is eating up them stuff you know Max Landis yeah. and she's like you know what I'm gonna she do just loves uh, listen Chloe Grace just likes to pick them. Um, she'll take anything she'll take I anything guess. yeah I wish she's weird because she was like a weird it girl for a while I don't get it yeah um, yeah I don't know it's just really bad I think we and, have to oh sorry. Go on. Uh, what, what do you want to say? I think the next thing that makes this movie like truly god awful is the I'm going to call it the Blumhouseification. Yeah, yeah. Which we mentioned earlier. So things that I picture of Blumhouse is like vine boom sound effect. Yes. Huge, you know, you yeah. know music, bad I, music. A lot of set piece horror where it's like something like something we're watching something big happen, right? Yes. Again, because Carrie has a lot of subtle moments. Yes. The original like. A light bulb explodes, mm-hmm. like lights flicker, stuff yes. bleeds. Like that's Carrie. Carrie right? is is um people know from the from the scene in the shower. Yes, it's not only just one light bulb break, but like everybody is is shook and there's an earthquake. There's like oh, it's like everything. She pushes. Huge. She 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 like repels every tampon that has ever existed yes. away from her person. Yes, right. Or like they 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 do a shot to um China and then people in yeah, exactly, China yeah. all their tampons oh, are gone. Oh, what happened? Like yeah. uh, like they More tampons. or like they can't justify having an ashtray in a high school in 2013. So they have a glass water cooler that explodes yeah. and there's water yeah, everywhere. It's Again, it's ridiculous. It's this ridiculous stuff. It's... Or my, my the thing that I thought was the stupidest was she levitates not only every book in her room but her but whole, her whole bed. bed, and it's like. Set piece horror, yeah. right? Where it's like spectacle. It's the spectacle yes. of what we Every, of what we're there's seeing. There's no. The movie is not about whatever the plot is. The movie is about showing you as many scary things exactly. as you can. Exactly. So every single moment, Carrie is on screen. Something scary's gonna happen. Yes. Something scary's gonna happen. So like Julianne Moore, she's doing self harm. You're seeing her, you know, Lesbi- digging stuff lesbian centric self harm. Yeah, les vaguely lesbian centric. Love that for her. Um, you see like. 
just everything is scary. Anything that can be made to a like a horror moment, and that's kind of the Blumhouseification. And also, additionally, CGI, I guess, was just invented because everything that could be CGI'd was CGI'd, was, including this was, the pig's this was blood. This thing, this was this thing that was very in for horror in like the early early 2010s, where it's like if it could be CGI, it, it will would be, be CGI. Uh, I I I hold the 2011 Fright Night movie very dear to my heart because it's so homosexual. Okay. Um, and that was what you should you should watch it. It's fun. Okay. Um, and that's one where it's just like everything is CGI for no reason. Mm-hmm. It just, it's another thing that's like a, a remake of a cult horror like 80s thing and in the like but 2010sified. And it's just weirdly like why did they do that other than that they could, mm-hmm. right? And none of it looks good. None of it looks good. No, I know nothing. Uh... Nothing is good here. Something else reminds me of that. I know there's moments like that in the remake of The Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. Like that big closing moment where Connie Britton, like, you know how the mom comes back and she's like, hi, Nancy. And then the spooky ooky hand comes out and pulls her through the door. Right, yeah. Which is like hilarious. And then they CGI'd as horrible. Um, I, yeah, but yeah, CGI in movies, practical effects are so scary sometimes. Practical effects can just or be so funny. Yeah. Like I pre- like I previously mentioned, the dummy going through the door at the end of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, practical effects can just be so ooky spooky for no reason, right? So every also any single moment that could be turned into a larger, bigger scene mm-hmm. was made into one. What are you looking at? I was looking at the new Nightmare on Elm Street because I don't know who's in it. Connie and uh, I don't know who else. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. yeah. Don't ever doubt me. Again. I wasn't doubting you. I just wanted to know who else was in it. <laughs> I actually don't know. I don't think anybody else would note. Yeah, actually, a couple people. Who? Rooney Mara. She's in. Uh, she's in a lot of movies. She looks weird. She's married to um, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, she looks, she's a weird looking bird girl. She's one of them bird girls. You know what I mean? She's not bird girls. She's one of them everywhere. bird girls. Look at her. She's a bird girl. She's one of them oh, bird girls, right? Right. Bird girls. I don't mean to insult Rooney Mara. Sorry if you're listening, no, Rooney. I mean, but Anna you do Kendrick's look like a bird, bird girl. Yeah, she's there are a lot beautiful. of bird girls. There's lots of bird girls. They're beautiful. Yeah, bird girl. Uh, 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 squawk, yeah, yeah. Anya squawk, squawk, tweet, tweet. Bird girl, Julia yeah. Fox, cuckoo, caca. Bird girl. I don't think Julia Fox is a bird girl to me. Yeah, she's very deeply avian. Not to me. Well, that's her okay. head is too round. What is she then, if not a bird girl? She, her head is round. But, what does that mean? It birds. What does that mean for the taller. animal? What does that mean for the animal implications of Julia Fox? I think she's. I don't think of her as animal. She's human. Why women aren't people? Excellent point. Exactly. Next, okay. <laughs> So Carrie, think about um. There's so so in the original Carrie, mm-hmm. Heard the of it. the villains, the teens who did the bad thing to Carrie. They drive away in a car as Carrie leaves. Um, they see her and they, oh my god, it's Carrie! I'm going to run her over with my car. Right. And then you know she goes flip with her hand, and then the car flips and explodes. She says, "Do a flip," and then it does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happens. It's just kind of short. Coolest thing you ever did see. They exploded a real car, and that's what makes it fun. You know, they also exploded a real house, and that's they what makes it fun. They also exploded a real yeah. house. Um, so when they turn into this absolutely massive, like, really long thing where she's like, Carrie's going after them. She's running. That's the other main thing is, like, in the scene, they show, instead of it being kind of like a primal, like, look and like every, she just glances and mm-hmm. everything she's doing she's doing yeah she's doing inter, yeah she's doing interpretive dance yeah. choreography she's instead doing, of iography uh, May, mayhem yeah. miller's iography where she's just looking <laughs> and then like things are you know yeah. bad things are happening um it's all like completely that's why she like kills the gym teacher she doesn't mean to it's just like it's everything's caught in this yeah she sees something thing. that moves and that's nothing yeah. is intentional she's just betrayed and it's all just a primal 
upset. She, she probably doesn't, no thoughts yet. No, yeah. Just primal. So then when it cuts to Chloe, who's like making scary faces at people, she looks at somebody, she picks them up, she throws them down. It's so stupid, right? Yeah. It's horrible. one of those things where it's like, I don't think that Carrie needs to have agency in her own rage. It's kind of like, I don't know why she did. Why I don't, what, is, what did it she? add? Anyway, yeah. What did it, it add? It only makes her less sympathetic. Right. Because. It's more human for that revenge right. to be rooted in All of in a sudden, she's like become this... cruel. Yeah. Yes. She's become cruel. It's more human for just pure mm. unadult. Because also, why? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, the minute something bad happens to you that's, like, deeply, deeply traumatic, the first thing isn't like, oh, I got to get that specific person. It's You'll just You'll get anybody. Rage. Yeah, you can get anybody. So, like... It's so silly when she's, like, running after the two kids. She, you know, breaks their car. The other girl, she does that. She does a little thing with the seatbelt. She throws her to the gas station. Gas station explodes. The fa- Like, it's huge. It's so intricate. Well, she opens a fissure in the earth. Yeah. Why? Which is too much. That's too much. Carrie's just one punch man. Carrie, it's too much. It's, Calm down. It's like... Carrie, calm down. And it takes away, it like completely Which butchers is, her character. Exactly. Like, isn't that an, an insane thing to be talking to about to Carrie? Like, Carrie, calm down. Yeah. Like, but no, like, dial it back. Like, that's because ridiculous. It doesn't make sense for her character no. to do these giant, huge spectacle things when she's, like, especially she's when the animal rest of the wounded movie, right now. Yeah. Like, the only thing, like, not that this movie, it would make it any better, but maybe if the rest of the movie she was much quieter and like much much more subtle acting right there would be more room but since she's at a 10 the entire time this entire movie it doesn't it's just awful it's also one of those things where the the scaling of her powers makes no sense because like yeah. before this like the biggest thing she did was lock her mom in a closet yeah and now she's creating a fissure in the earth like yeah. say what you want about the original and the original i think obviously if you want to get like cinema sinzy with mm. it right like again like the scaling of the powers is weird but it's like you don't need to know that exactly though. you don't need to know that and in either way like it justify the there's a justifiable spike in that like she's upset right mm. whereas like instead of it being this primal anger it's like this cruelty that doesn't make any sense that she's clearly in control of and is way too powerful for what's happening in the movie yeah. i think the bad movies like this lend themselves to cinema sinsifying them yeah. right like they like they, like when things stop making sense like that's when you can be like pick it apart in that stupid way um and, and it just makes it cuz it's what makes this movie so bad mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of people give it more credit because it's so similar to the original. Right. But that's what makes this horrible. Worse, yeah. Is that it's so similar to the original. It brings nothing. it takes every moment that made the original special and just ruins them. Yeah, yeah. So that's what makes this movie, like, completely egregious to me. And then, and and it's also, like, they do the Disney remake thing of deciding to logicify, like, certain parts, like, especially the end, where it's like, why is the, why is the plot of land uh, covered in rubble in the original? Oh, because it decides, because Carrie makes it rain rocks. Which they don't even explain. Oh, we have to talk about. Yeah, our last, our last bit will be discussed. The most important aspect of this movie, which I'm sure you will post footage of. I should, yeah. Hopefully on Instagram, Justin will post some of the videos that I took. Yeah. There's a, so obviously the famous shot, they're trying to replicate, you know, St. Michael? St. Sebastian. So Sebastian. Right. I'm eating ice. I'm sorry. Throat hurty a little bit. So, <sighs> Carrie takes the knives in the house and stabs her mom. Every single one. And in the one. original movie, it's just about four. In this one, she takes about 20? 20? Yeah. And then they, like... 
each after that, each shot of Julianne Moore has a different amount of knives in her. Right. And it's so obvious. Again, I will miss most flaws in movies because I just don't think about but these it's, things. But it's so obvious because it starts with like 20 sharp objects. And eight of them are scissors. Yeah, many of them are scissors. Many are pins. Right. Some are knives. And then when you see how many stab Julian Moore, it's about six. Right. And then some come out. It's just like so bizarre. It doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. <coughs> There's just basic. Bless you. Rachel. Cough again. <coughs> Thanks. <coughs> I'm I'm making carry eyes right now. I, that's scary. That's Thank you. that's a lot. Thank you. It's um yep. Any single part of this movie that they could make worse, they did. They did. They just decided to. So we spent a lot of time entertaining ourselves because the movie itself was not entertaining by mm-hmm. counting counting the, the stab knives. wounds and knives. It, yeah. it got loud. It yeah. got mathematical. Oh, there's a weird thing about how Sue has a baby. That doesn't matter. But oh, they add it. Stupid. Just so added stupid. For fun. Would, do you ever have sex one time and get pregnant? Well, yep. Yep. If, yep. yep. Cool. That's, that, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Next week we're gonna do American Psycho and oh, then American oh, we're, we're, Psycho Two. We're, yeah. So next week we're doing and continuing with our um our horror theming for Halloweener for yeah. Spooky Season. Um, we've decided to do a Halloween, a, a scary, a scary spooky spooky original and a scary spooky spooky sequel. Yes. So we are gonna do American Psycho and then American Mila Psycho Kunis's Two. Milo Kunis's Psycho Two. American Psycho I've Two. I've seen Electric, American Psycho. Boogaloo. Justin hasn't. I have no idea if he'll like it or not. I don't either. I I believe in my heart of hearts that I will. I hope so. Uh, because I like. I've seen it in a long time. I like women. I True. support women. Yeah. I support women in film. Yeah. Uh, I support women outside of film. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's it will. It's got Chloe Sevigny. It's got it's got it's got Trolley. It's mm-hmm. got Richa. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of people that I like. Mm-hmm. But also like Willem. I don't I don't know. I think it's just I think it's just one of those movies where I've been afraid of watching it because I'm afraid of I'm afraid of how much I'll like it. Mm. Gen- genuinely. Yeah. I also do kind of want to read the book, even though Brett Easton Ellis can kick yeah. rocks. Um. I don't know. Hmm. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I wouldn't necessarily consider it Halloweeny, but the beauty of Hallow- of the spooky season is that anything can be a little anything bit spooky. Anything can be. Yeah. You can be a little bit scared of anything. Nothing scarier than capitalism. Nothing is scarier than capitalism and and wh- the audacity of white men. And the idea of making a business card. And the idea of making a living. Yeah. Isn't that horrifying? Yeah. So we gotta go. We are eyeing the clock, but you said that no one comes in after us nope. today. FM. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Up. Uh, uh, never mind, we do have to go. Hey. Hey. Guess what? That's what we're doing next week. Yeah. We watched something this week, mm-hmm. and now we're going to go. Now we're going to go. We're going to go plug it up. We're going to plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Goodbye. Bye.